Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You two take care of labor. Only intended for a plane cut. You don't want to die of cold. Toll free. Everybody wants to start at the top. And everybody want to ball. It's cool. But what you doing for yourself? Is you going to put in the work to ball off the rip? Or is it just all on somebody else to make you ball? I don't know what kind of world y'all niggas live in. Sit on the couch, wait, think some shit going to fall out the sky. Nigga going to call. Hey, come outside and get this two million. Come outside and get this 300,000. You ain't bringing nothing to the table. You ain't got no kind of no nothing, man. You ain't, you ain't bringing 10%. Do it make sense on your end and my end? Or do it just make sense on your end? to another episode of the Go Tell Podcast. As always, it's your host with the jokes. CRG in a place to be in. Man, today I have a very special guest, man. I've been linked with this guy since I want to say 2018. He's been like my official barber since then. I'm going to go ahead and introduce everybody to Tristan the Barber himself, man. What's going on? What's popping? Yo, yo, what's up, bro? CRG, what's up, bro? What's Thanks good, for having homie? me, man. You good? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, for people first time on the podcast, I usually started off with the first impression. Like, what do you feel people think of you when they first see you? <laughs> Man, uh, when people first see me, yeah. for the most part, bro, I'm very approachable. You know, so it's kind of like, I feel like people feel like... uh. Man, who this tall dude walking in here? Yeah, like, is it? <laughs> and he looking over everybody. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like 
people be like, they try to see what I'm up to. They try to like talk to me, try to see what I got going. Uh, I feel like I do a good job with that, with with people. I'm, I'm a people person, period. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, I vibe with a lot of people anyway. Yeah, that's the one thing I did notice about you though. I think that's why it, it helps to have a fucking cool ass bar because like even with me, like at first, the first couple uh the first couple cuz I was getting, I was shy as a bitch. I was barely talking, you know. But <laughs> after a while, you pull that shit out of nigga for real. <laughs> so Facts. that's one of the first thing I did notice about you, man. Yeah, bro. Shit with cutting hair, I mean, we like kind of like gotta talk, you know. Gotta like loosen y'all up while y'all in the chair, you feel me? So it's kinda like making it comfortable for both of us. Yeah. It feel weird to me personally just cutting somebody here and we ain't even talk. Unless I'm having a bad day or I catch your vibe, you kinda just need a cut. You ready, you know, going about yeah, the way. Yeah, but yeah. for the most part, I'm like, shit, what's up, bro? How your day going? What's going on? I'm excited. You feel me? I love yeah. what I do. So I'll be like, man, let's get to it. That shit crazy though. Cause that was a lot. Oh, we feel gonna go ahead and get all into it, man. Let me get like a little background to how me and Tristan kind of first met. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> for a lot of people don't really know, like back in like 2018, I used to have like the uh the Travis Scott, like the box braids, but they was blonde, like I had bleached my hair. But the problem was I had bleached my hair and I damaged my shit. <laughs> I damaged my shit. So in that summer, I cut all my hair off. Like my shit was long as a bitch and I had cut it all off. Bro was playing in your own. You were playing in your hair. Yeah, I was fucking over that bitch. Like I was trying to do the vitamin wash. I was literally trying to shake that bitch back. I was doing everything <laughs> I could so I wouldn't have to cut that bitch. But then I ended up having to cut that bitch. Right. And so I was letting my hair grow out for that summer. So by the time I came back to the school year, you know. I can have a, you know, I can get like, my hair would be high enough for like a cool little cut, you feel me? While I'm still trying to grow out my shit. I remember that. So I was looking for barbers, bro, and I forgot how, I think my partner, my partner Brandon was like, you know, a complete beauty bar was like, just opened up or something. Mm -hmm. And he was getting cut by Sid at the time, I think. Yep, yep. And I don't know if you first came there, but I remember you was doing a deal on like college kids and shit. (laughs) You remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, bro, it was $15 cuts for college students Tuesdays and Wednesdays with the ID. Shit, yeah. My first started cutting hair, I'll never forget that. Mm -hmm. And so I came in there and I think that was when, I don't know, that was when you first got your license or like Mm -hmm. around that time, like you was building your shit up. But like ever since I've just been with you. Since fucking 2018. So you done seen my hair from, went from the fucking flat top flat I top. used to get all the time. <laughs> flat top. Flat top. <laughs> to like the braids and shit that I got now. Yeah. We had that kid in play. That shit wild. <laughs> my shit was high. Like yeah. I was I was committed to it trying to grow my shit, bro. <laughs> I used to always ask you, bro, what you going to do with this, man? It's getting higher and higher. Yeah. You finally double back with the braids. I was like, yeah, that's you. That shit wild, That's bro. you. I remember that, bro. It was like, it was, it was... Yeah, 2017, 2018, bro. Like I first got my um my barber's license. And then I just found, like you said, you mentioned uh Sed. Yeah. Sed reached out to me. And at the time, I guess uh it was a lot of college students coming into the barbershop. So he was just like, bro, I need help with some walk-ins, you know. You're a fresh barber at a at a barber college. Yeah. Next to a college. So it's a perfect opportunity to build some clientele. So I went over there, talked to him, talked to uh, you know, Katie or whatnot. And I started the next day. That shit cool though. So you uh you born and raised in Austin. Born and raised, bro. So Austin, Texas. During that time period, when did you realize you wanted to be a barber? Uh <clears throat> I forgot to be honest. 
Bro, I was working. I had a nice little stable job. You know, uh, I got fired. And for me personally, I always told my homies and myself, like, I can't work for the for the for the white man. You know, yeah, I, feel like I need to yeah, be a yeah, boss. Yeah. Like my demeanor, I feel like I'm just a boss. So it's kind of like, and I got a problem with authority. I can't listen to nobody. <laughs> okay, so with you saying that, like, how many uh, other type of jobs you had before you really start going to barber school and shit? Man. Let me see, probably about five, six jobs, bro. Yeah. I know, like, first I went, uh, tried a little college fresh out of high school, uh, went to work at Sears, whatnot, uh, went to Texas Southern, tried it out, wasn't for me, that's okay, college not for everybody. Yeah. Then uh, went back home, went back to Austin. I was working at the airport as a baggage man, baggage, you know, taking people back, Shit, taking yeah, their yeah, luggage. Yeah. I was uh I started working uh UT football games, Longhorn. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, when jobs. I was in high school, I used to work uh LSU football games. Sit there, like See? I don't know. They pay you as soon as you get done. Yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. And then from there, bro, uh I started working at, at Ford. Man, I was in the back washing cars, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then from there, uh I started working like People that they buy like a brand new house uh -huh. and say they getting stairs in their house. I have to go in and put like rails in for the construction people. Some light. okay, you was kind of like landscaping a little bit. Tight, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like some slight. Yeah, light. Then after that, uh, my last job, official job, was uh for the city of Austin. I was like the meter reader. Okay, a guy coming around getting like uh your water estimate. That little that little hole that's in the front yard. Wow, you was doing that. Yeah, the little hole that's oh, in the front yard. Oh man, that's wild. Walking miles, bro. Walking miles. I'm talking about rain, sleet, or snow, cold or sunny. I had to go to work, bro. And just that, I ain't like that. Did that for a year. You know, got fired. Definitely got fired for something I didn't even do. Of course. Yeah. You know, so that really turned me up. And I always had like you know a little a little side hustle on the side. So mm -hmm. I just maintained that. Still staying with my parent, my mom. So I just woke up one day like, man, I'm gonna cut hair. And I always had some clippers though. That's the crazy part. I always had some clippers. I had one clipper. I cut hair and edge you up. One clipper. Yeah. So uh, it was just like one of them hobby type things. Cause I know yeah. sometimes everybody got that partner that just be cutting, but they never be like on no serious shit. Yeah, bro. It was, I had one homie, my homie Elijah. Shout out to my boy Poop. Man, he uh he needed an all even. That's it. And we in high school, he had a beard. So I was kind of like cutting all even. With the beard, so I kind of knew how to do it, but I just didn't know what I was doing, bro. Yeah. I just woke up one day, I was like, man, I'm going to barber school. And just look, tried to look for one in Austin. It wasn't all that. It Austin, not what it is. Like today, Austin, this new Austin. Yeah. I grew up in old Austin, so it was a lot of the old ways that I researched. Uh, actually, my girl, she found me a barber school out in Houston. Really? Yeah, bro. She found me a barber school out here. I came, talked to the instructor, she just moved down here. And restart everything. Oh, that shit tough. Restart it, bro. From ground zero. It's weird because like Houston is like, one thing about Houston, you can say whatever you want, but it's like, it's opportunity everywhere. Man. It could be in anything you really want to do. You just got to find it or just want to start it. Bro, I done seen so many people move down here and start over. And then I'm, I'm one of them too. So it's kind of like, Yo. bro. It can happen. Me too. You that's too. Hey, you too. You from Louisiana. <laughs> yeah. You already know. That shit wild, though. That's why I tell people, like, that's the beautiful thing about the city. I feel like a lot of people come in here now, but that's the beautiful thing about the city. Like, it's opportunity out the get-go. Even though it's a big city, it might scare some people, but it's kind of like who you know. Yeah. Like, your drive. You know what I'm saying? So, 
I had fun starting over. Probably being honest with you. Yeah. I had fun meeting new people, getting uncomfortable, you know, so I enjoyed the journey. How long did uh barber school take? Man, I started June 2016. Uh-huh. And I finished June 2017. So a full year. Like a full year, yeah. But it was time. like nonstop, like no breaks type shit. No break. Yeah. Except for Harvey. Okay, yeah. Harvey. Oh, I forgot about Harvey, yeah. When Harvey hit, bro, that was my first year moving here. And I was like, what the hell? Yeah. Man, I'm finna move back home, man. It's flooding <laughs> up here. You feel me? So I stayed, stuck it out, and then shh. One thing led to next, bro. I just, I just, I just started liking Houston even more and more. Yeah, I just never left. Never even thought about leaving. Harvey was kind of crazy though, cause I remember. Bro. I think I was like in my sophomore year when Harvey came. We ain't went to like a FAMU. I remember we were like we went to a FAMU and then we was driving back type shit and then Harvey hit. So we had to like pause somewhere because we couldn't get into the city type shit. With the band? Yeah. Damn. That shit was wild. That's what I'm saying. Harvey was kind of crazy. Bro, it was flooded. That that was crazy. Yeah. Crazy. I ain't never seen nothing like that. Mm -hmm. But I stayed, stuck it out, bro, and finished in the year full time. I was going 11 to 7. Yeah. Every day. So, how did you make uh, with networking and like being a barber and stuff? How did you meet uh, Sid and get to complete Beauty Bar? Uh, I was, uh, I graduated from Barber College in June. I think I told myself, I remember I told myself, I'm going to take a month off. Yeah. And, uh, just chill, you know, cause I was going full time. So I really took like the whole July off, a half of July off. And then um, I was going around looking for looking for barbershops in Houston, like in the area. And I would think I was making, I would document it, you know, uh, on my Instagram story. And then uh, Sid reached out to me. He DM me and was like, uh, come come check come check out this shop right here next to uh, Texas Southern. Yeah. And it was like three minutes from my house. And I'm like, damn, how did I pass up that? That's so convenient, yeah. It's so convenient, bro. But so that bitch would be like, the thing is, you'll think that bitch something else. Like, that bitch was on that corner. On the corner. You feel me? You'll think it's like a little, wasn't it like a hookah bar or something right by that bitch? Right on top. Yeah, that's what I'm mm -hmm. saying. You wouldn't even think that's, you know, what was right there. It was right there in the cut, too. Right there next to the CUNY home, Shit, bro. Yeah. And then, uh, like I said, I just went there, talked to Sid, talked to Katie, and they're like, "When can you start?" I'm like, I can start tomorrow, which is Saturday. Yeah, get me in there. And sh one thing led to the next, bro. It was slow at first, for sure. Uh huh. I just stuck with it, bro. Now I remember, uh, back then y'all used to even like, you know, on a hum day or something, I even used to come on campus with Facts. like, you know, promoting and shit Facts. like that, getting the word out and stuff. Me and a few coworkers, bro. Yeah, that's, that's part. Like I said, that's part of the grind, you know. Uh. Part of the journey that I, that I like the most, bro, just starting over, and it gave me an opportunity to meet new people. Yeah, like, on, on Texas Southern's Boost campus, your clientele, yeah, right. And I needed that's like like I said was saying like, bro, you got unlimited heads over there. You know what I'm saying? Literally like unlimited yeah. heads. And all college students, you know, trying to save a little cash, or whatnot. So fifteen dollars for a cut, they own that. Especially during that time, yeah. Facts, facts. That like before COVID, a few years before COVID. Yeah, a few years before COVID. So I kind of feel like I came in and saved the day with that little fifteen dollar in the middle of the yeah. week. Bro, I remember. When, I remember it got to a point where you said to wait for you, bro. <laughs> you <Yeah>. said, <laughs> that was before the booking app. <laughs> that was before the booking app. Yeah. You just had to sit down and wait for the line of shit. I'm like, God damn, this nigga. You know me, I'm thinking I'm in the beginning. You know, I'm seeing Tristan come up. I'm saying, yeah. damn, I said, damn, nah, this nigga getting too Hollywood for me. <laughs> I remember that, bro. I remember I was cutting in there. I remember y'all used to walk by. Before y'all go to band practice, be like, bro, we're going to come back when we get done. I'm talking about it be nighttime outside. Y'all come back after band practice and come in there and, and, and fuck with me, bro. Yeah. I remember that shit. That was love. I remember cutting in there. would be like six people sitting in there. 
$15 each. I was working, boy. Getting to it. For real. But definitely though. But man. that was the best thing though. The thing is, like a lot of us ain't really had cars back then. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, a good like some of us did, but like a lot of us didn't. And you know, we had to walk everywhere. Right. And it was just so convenient. We just walked across the street. Yeah, bro. It was nothing to get over there, bro. Yeah. And like every Wednesday, I just made it my business to go pass out cards. Yeah. Pass out cards, pass out cards, and just be a familiar face for real. Yeah. Then of course I come on campus, I see you and your homies, Gary or whatever. Yeah. You know, so y'all put me on to y'all homies and they it was good. Shit, yeah, word of mouth go a long mm-hmm. way. Word of mouth, the best type of uh, mm-hmm. uh what you call it, advertising. Yeah. For real. So you started uh you went to barber school in mm-hmm. like uh, June twenty seventeen, right? All right. So how far in do you feel like you start getting the groove of like what you was doing? Like you like, well, I'm, I'm a I'm a cool, good ass barber. Like how far? It was probably like eight months in. Yeah, I mean it was like eight months in. Uh, I remember in barber college, bro. <clears throat> the way you start is kind of like you do all evens. Okay. One side like a one and a half or one all the way around. Yeah. And the barber instructor here, be like, all right. You can do oh, you talking fade. about the guards, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got you. Yeah, all even, one solid, one solid uh uh length. Yeah. And then uh I remember my, my classmate, I forgot bro name. Man, forgive me, but he let me do a taper on him for the first time. And I'll never forget, I walked up to my instructor and I was like, look, I can do taper phase. I'm getting good. <laughs> give me some taper phase, give me some ball phase, give me some. Yeah. And then that's when I that's when I really started getting in tune with the with the fade and stuff, bro. Probably like eight months in. For real. That shit cool though. Yeah. So like eight months in and then, but like, you know, when you get into the shop and shit like that, when did you feel like you start getting like, okay, I got a good clientele to like really? Ooh. Man, if I was being honest, bro, like you said, when I first started cutting y'all here, I was still scared. Yeah. Still messing y'all up. <laughs> <laughs> Still messing us up. Still messing y'all but up. But it was good for 15, yeah, bro. You can't you know get wrong. Hey, you can't go wrong with it. I was like, man, I'm Jack. I look back at my old picture. I'm like, man, yeah. I was, I don't know what I was doing, but I was doing it. <laughs> I was like, man, it looked the good at the time. Process, boy. Process. I said, bro, it looked the good at the time, but I was just like, probably like uh, a few months in, bro. <clears throat> when yeah. I finally just sat down and, and told myself, like, damn, bro, you a barber, like. You are a barber. You got people coming back. That was really made me like a light switch. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, like damn, people actually coming back. Damn, you actually got to get better. You just got to like keep going and going. So, mm-hmm. like I said, I don't know. Just just being hungry, bro. Yeah. Just being hungry. Kept learning even at the barber college. So, started getting my one two down. Now I can cut, talk, drink. Whatever you want. And that's the <laughs> thing, though. That's the thing. Like, I know you say you always been like a people person and everything, mm. but like, when, what is like the hardest thing about interacting as a barber, especially with like new people? Like, how do you break that ice for real, for real? Uh, definitely get like a lot of new different people, a lot of different people inside the chair, bro. Yeah. Uh, different type of backgrounds, you know what I'm saying? So I kind of just started out just regular conversation. So I don't want it to be weird. So I kind of be like, you know, what's going on? Like, how you hear about the shop? How you hear about me? You know, where you from? And kind of, you know, normal conversation. Yeah. Basic conversation, just getting like, just getting to know me. Kind of like you was hollering at a girl or something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You just breaking the ice. Sure, sure. So it's kind of like just basic conversation. Then 
start talking about this. One thing lead to another. Like, are oh, you from there? Are oh, you from Austin? Oh, yeah. From- oh, that's your word. Ain't you from the boo? Are you from Louisiana? You know, I go to Mardi Gras every year. <laughs> you feel me? So then I'd be like, there, uh, it'd be a lot of people come through the chair, bro. A lot of good people. So you never know who's sitting in your chair. So I try to make it my business to at least try to get like one or two sentences out of them. But you never yeah, know what people yeah. can offer, bro. On a, on a serious tip, you never know what people um, people could could help you out with. Yeah, so so you really be even though it's kind of like you breaking the ice, but you can also be like a network opportunity. And shit. Oh, for sure, yeah. definitely, definitely. I know a lot of a lot of free stuff come with being a barber. I yeah, okay. Get Astro tickets, Houston Rockets tickets, free, uh-huh. VIP, all access. You get all kind of stuff <laughs> being a barber, man. And invites, yeah. you got so many invites on a Saturday, you got to turn them down. For real. Yeah, that shit wild. What's the coolest interaction you felt like you had as a barber so far? Mm, the coolest interaction I had, I had to be like, <clears throat> uh, I cut an a OG. His name is John Taylor, bro. Mm-hmm. He been I've been cutting his hair since I was in barber school. He's 70 years old, bro. And he born and raised in Houston, Third Ward. And I feel like he um he's so old. I ain't gonna call him old. <laughs> but he old, he older. <laughs> yeah. You feel me? And he wise, so it's kinda like yeah. that, can, that. Yeah, can, elder type shit. Right, right, yeah. right. And I cut his hair every Saturday. You feel me? So and then uh, I go and pick him up every mo- every Saturday morning or whatnot. He come to the barbershop. It's just been like that since I started cutting hair, bro. And just talking to him every day, every every week, I feel like that's like the strongest connection I got, for real. You know, we all need OGs. Yeah. You know, and he knows so much. He wise. I feel like that's like a, that helped me out. That helped me grow as a person. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? All around, for real, bro. Shout out to John. <laughs> that's a bit. Yeah. Now, with that being your coolest interaction, like helping out and stuff like that, what do you feel like is your worst interaction? Like, nigga ran off on, on the cut or like... <laughs> hey, if I was being for real, I ain't I ain't had nobody play with me like that. That's crazy. So you never had nobody play with you like Bro, that? I ain't had nobody play with me like that. Nigga ain't never ran off. I, nigga ain't never ran off. Like, ain't tried to pay. No, like, sir. cash app fucked up or no, something. No, sir. It's crazy. I am not one of them. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I am not. I am not going. Yeah. I promise you. So I, my crazy interaction would probably be, probably like somebody might, uh, with Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Somebody probably might ask for, like you, you get a ball fade. Yeah. I fuck around, gave him like a taper fade. Oh, my bad. You feel me? Like, you don't got to pay me. I fucked up. Yeah. Other than that, like the haircut fire. Oh, it'd be your own shit. Right, yeah. right. I'll probably mess it up. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's like happened like twice. Two or three times, yeah. I gave somebody the wrong cut they didn't ask for, or kind of like, you know, everybody very specific and picky about, especially when you first cutting their hair, like they line up and things Type like that. Shit, like, yeah, yeah. It's my first time cutting your hair, so I kind of got to learn your head or fix what the last barber did in a sense. So 
to how you want it type shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I ain't never really just had no bad experience behind a chair. Yeah. Yet. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> For real. It, uh, not yet. I ain't have to argue with nobody. I ain't have to take the cape off nobody and kick them out. Nothing like that. Type shit. I feel like I feel like it's real. I'm real big on energy. Yeah. And in our profession, bro, I don't gotta cut your hair. I don't gotta service you at all. If I feel like, you know what I'm saying? All money not good money. Yeah. So shit. I'll just be like, nah, bro, like I'm done. I don't wanna I don't wanna cut you. Got respect. It's that us. simple, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go somewhere else. Or, or, you can take a business somewhere else. Yeah, you shit. take a business. Not even else. on the rules, shit. It's just nah, like, nah, you know. Nah. Like you come in, look weird on some, yeah. can't sit still, you nodding off, whatnot. Like, nah, bro, like we can do this next time. Or yeah, come we, back and holler at me when you when you stable. Yeah, we can try this again, type shit. We can try this again, but I ain't I ain't really had nobody just disrespect me though. Yeah. For real, for real. Now I seen the uh like, you know, I've been with you for a minute. I've seen it come up from like the old spider, Complete right. Beauty Bar, all the way to when y'all moved to Amita. And mean, then opened up Fader Room good. right next to it. So like, kind of get to a little bit of that process, especially like opening up the Fader Room right next door. Okay, let me see. So, like you said, we was right next to Texas Southern, bro. That building, the building was old. Yeah. And in the middle of COVID, I think Texas Southern had bought that lot. Yeah. They bought the lot. so. We had to move, you know what I'm saying? So they knocked the whole building down and then- uh, Yeah, they did that kind of quick, didn't it? Yeah. That was crazy. Quick, ain't nothing right there but but grass and yeah. cars and whatever they want to put right there. But from there, uh, Katie had found the spot right next to uh, Simply Simply Sense on Almeda. Yeah. Not too far from the turkey leg, so- uh, That was that was a good location though, cause y'all still wasn't that far. Wasn't that far at all. Yeah. Really one street, Turkey right there, bro. Right. Then um, we was in there, me, I was, you know, coming by there, I was the only barber for the longest, bro, working inside of a beauty salon. Yeah. You feel me? That's so how that, I was, yeah, really. <laughs> I was the only barber working inside a beauty salon. Like, that was a little weird, but my clients loved it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> my clients get adjusting up, bro. You used to go crazy. <laughs> Boys couldn't even get the line up without turning their head. I used to be like, yo. <laughs> yo. Okay, y'all boys is crazy. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, we were, we were next door for the longest, man. I was the only barber. Then uh, Katie actually, uh, she reached out and she wanted to add another barber, which was T Blade. Yeah, you feel me? And then uh, I guess the spot next door, it was actually Sheila Jackson Lee uh, headquarters. Really? Yeah, where the pay room at? Yeah, it's an old headquarters, bro. Oh, I didn't even know that. Right. That was like a campaign set up type. Right. Thing? Okay. Yeah. So I guess uh, she wasn't using it no more. So Katie just hit the people up and got got next door. Then she knocked everything down. Yeah. You know, and uh, started the barber shop. Slowly but surely, started adding barbers from three, four, five to now eight barbers. Yeah, that shit crazy. Like even seeing that come up, like yeah, bro. The vibe, the aesthetic, and everything in there is cool. Facts. Yeah, like you said, you've been you've been there the whole time. Yeah, you've been witnessing the grind. You know, so mm -hmm. that was that was a good little 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 thing that she did though. Yeah, get the guys on the other side next to the beauty bar, so it's kind of like all inclusive. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, bro. I mess with it. I fuck with it though. Tough. I like the Fay room. I love it. Mm -hmm. Actually. Now we're building a team like that. Like I know with barbers you'll think it'd be easy to, but like we're building a team in like a barbershop. What is kind of like a thing you look for outside like nigga paying paying for their boob type shit? Like the vibes, like what what makes it work? 
Uh, okay. So, first off, I don't hire. I don't even own a piece of the barber of the fade room. You yeah. know, I just work in there personally. Uh, but barbers come in. I mean, uh, they hire them. Some stick around. Yeah. Some don't. We had a couple old heads come in. I guess we too rowdy up in there. Too much NBA. Oh yeah, yeah. Too much little baby, whatever <laughs> you want to call it. We had a few old heads come and leave. And uh like I guess it's just the vibes we give off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We had a few people come and go. But I don't know for real, bro. I feel like we gotta rock with you. Like you gotta be like a good people person. I see what you know you're what saying. saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause we all in there cool, everybody like under 30. Yeah. You feel me? So we all energy all day. That's what I'm saying. Especially now, like like the team I got in there now, it's like we be just we be joking out all the time. Yeah. <laughs> they got Smitty crazy ass yeah. in there. So we be in there going crazy, bro. Like it was a I'm happy that with the barbers that's in there though, bro, how we all just click. Yeah. Everybody like two or three of them from Louisiana, one of them from South Beach. Not South Beach, uh Long Beach. Yeah. Cali from Cali. Me from Austin. Smitty from Dallas. So it's kinda like shh. Everybody got different. Everybody grew up different. We all, yeah. everybody hustles though. Ain't nobody pocket watching. Ain't nobody worried about what you doing over there. Like in most barbershop, everybody really just focus on their own. Yeah. So that make that make everything a lot smoother though, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you. I be hearing stories about other barbershops. That shit be crazy. That's the crazy <laughs> thing about that shit though. That shit like, be crazy. That's why I said it. And it takes like trial and error to get to that though. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, bro. I'm glad. I'm glad we all sticking it out though. One day I definitely uh, want to own a barbershop. Yeah, get one going myself so I can you know customize it, get everything flowing like I like I always like I got a vision in my head. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Like a like the old school barbershop with the vending machine with the put the twenty five cents in, turn it, give you some little yeah, gold. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. The red saying? bitch. I know what you you're talking yeah. about. They had the skittles in there. All they had the little the Mike and Nikes. Mike and Nikes. Yes, sir. Yeah, M and M's and one. Yeah, that's the type of vibe I, I want to get on. You know, have like a little little chessboard set up. So you know, yeah. I want to give y'all my vision, but you see what's going. No, on. No, I feel you. I feel you. I know. Yeah, yeah, bro. So one day, one day, one day for sure. That's how that should be. So how does it like? Uh, how does those conventions be? Because you know, I be like, you know, I watch shows like mm. you know, like a tattoo show or like a fucking. Like even a, a like a hair show, and they'd be right. going to conventions, and everybody had a booth set up and stuff. So how was that experience? Is man, I actually uh, this past year we all went to the Bronner Brothers hair show. Yeah, it was in Florida, and that was my first time actually going to, to a big time hair show type type, type deal. Type deal, yeah. So it's kind of like it was in the convention center. It was it was a lot, bro. It was over like three hundred booths. Really? Yeah. Mains, two main stages. That's crazy. People, girls and people doing man units, weaves, guys getting dreads put on their heads. Yeah. The whole nine, people selling bundles, guys cutting hair, dying uh -huh. hair. So it's really like an exhibit for real. Facts. Like, wow. Okay. Yeah, bro. It's a big old exhibit. You network. You know what I'm saying? You probably see a barber that you follow on Instagram and be like, damn, like chop it up with them five, 10 minutes or whatnot. People yeah. pushing products. People trying to get you to start your own product. Type shit. Yeah, yeah, people out there that like, you know, just spreading game, man. It was it was a nice experience out there too. There's a lot of people. You know, uh, I seen a barber battle, I seen a hair battle, 
That was I, I think that was it. That was that was pretty much it. It was a few classes. They got classes you can take. Yeah. Like yes. seminars and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Real seminars, freaking tax. They need to teach you about how to do your taxes, how to file how to file uh LLCs. Really? Yeah, all that be at the convention, bro. And if you and it's free classes. Yeah. Cause you in there. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah, it's workshops. You paying for workshops. the workshops, you paying for like the events and stuff. Mm-hmm. And parties and stuff too. Uh yeah, yeah. Actually, I think like the last day it was a party. It was a nice big ga- gala, gala. Oh yeah, 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 gala. Yeah, yeah. It was one of those. Plus like the big, the big hair show. Like the main event was like the last day. Mm-hmm. Big, big, stupid, crazy stuff. I'll show you some videos later. Yeah, but that was that was crazy experience too. Like they on stage. Doing crazy shit. Uh-huh. You gotta be there to see it. But it was it was lit. <laughs> it was it was lit though, bro. They had like a fast fade, thirty minute fade challenge. Yeah, barbers like. What would be I, like? What would be like the prizes on them hoes though for like the challenges? I was gonna tell you. So the barbers will come in with their own with their own tools. Boom, they'll set up, <clears throat> and then the host will be like, "All right, say it's a brand called like uh, Andis or uh, yeah. or, or Bablis. They was like, "All right, I want y'all to use all this brand new clippers." Clippers you ain't never touched before, but they want you to do a 30 minute fade on that joint right now. That's crazy, yeah. yeah okay. Like on the spot, like, you feel me? So the prize would be you keep the clippers plus like 500 first place. Oh, okay, that's, you feel that, like that's every, hard, yeah. Like five contestants, everybody get new clippers just for participating. You gotta use their clippers, of course. And then you keep the clippers, winners take, you know, winner take all. Second place, oh, I'm not sure what they got, but it exposure. <laughs> yeah. Exposure, exposure like, type shit, yeah. for sure. Definitely. Well, they, they, it was paying out there though. It definitely was paying people. They won. <laughs> if they won, everybody wasn't winners. Now, nah, man, let's get off of barbering a little bit, man. Right. Now, you like in your spare time and stuff. I could just call this a hobby for you, bro. Every two, three months, bro, I see you in another fucking country, <laughs> another fucking state. Got so, you. have you Got been traveling you. all your life, man? You always love to travel type shit. Uh. Kind of, sort of. Yeah. And it's kind of, sort of, bro. Uh, me and my, my mom used to always put me on the road. We used to go take road trips. I mean, to like SeaWorld, Six Flags and shit like that. Yeah. That's all I really remember growing up. But I ain't really start traveling, traveling till I got old enough to pay for my own shit. <laughs> I got able to book my own flights because mama, you know, parents wasn't really buying no plane ticket for it like that. But I try to travel like three times a year. Yeah. At least. I gotta go somewhere. Yeah. Got to. Got my passport, like 2017. Yeah. That's when I first went to Mexico, bro, and I fell in love. That boy did everything in 17, boy. Yeah, yeah bro. That boy said he stopped bullshitting in 2016. I stopped bullshitting, bro. <laughs> but it was cause I was working and saving. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. So I put myself, I guess, like ahead a little bit to live a little bit, bro. I yeah. always told myself about 21, bro, I wanna have like a nice, a nice, you know. Nice little, I don't want to have to worry about too much too much money, bro. Yeah. So I was just was working, working, working. Spent I spent most of my money on traveling uh-huh. personally. I don't go to the club, pop bottles. I don't really buy no designer, Gucci and all that. I, yeah. Buy me a plane ticket. Get me up out of here. Yeah. All you paying places. for experiences. Yeah, bro. I pay for experiences, bro. Like been to Mexico like six times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going before it got popular, bro. Let yeah, me go yeah. ahead and say this right now. I was going before three, two years before the pandemic. What's your favorite spot? Ever? Okay. Ever? Yeah. First spot to travel to? Yeah, to travel. 
I can't. I've, I've been to a few states, but bro, I gotta say Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say Mexico, bro. Why? One, I'm a beach guy. Yeah, I like, I like that. Okay, okay. I'm a beach guy, bro. I like paradise. You know what I'm saying? Walk out, clean beach, clear water. I'm talking about 50, 20 yards out into the ocean. You still can see the bottom. Beautiful water. Yeah. I, I, I like all inclusive. I'm a tequila drinker, so I'm out there drinking tequila all day in the sun, just chilling, relaxing. Yeah. Just really just sitting in the sun, bro. I, I like that. My second one would have to be Vegas. Vegas, okay. I love Vegas too. Yeah, I call that like the uh, adult playground. You told me, you told me, you never like sleep out there. Like they right. had, always got something going on. Bro, Vegas don't sleep. Ask anybody you know. <laughs> Vegas do not sleep, bro. I swear to God, you be in the casino, it ain't no no clocks on the wall, no windows, no nothing. Yeah, you just in there just gambling. Yeah, going crazy. What was your favorite like excursion or like thing you did out in like Mexico? So. We did a uh, excursion. It was um, it was zip lining, ATV, and it was snorkeling. Okay. And uh, it was all day. They fed us. They uh, picked us up, dropped us back off at the hotel. Uh, my second one would be like a. They got like a dancer boat out there. Okay. It's like a triple decker boat. People on there dancing, cha cha. Type shit, yeah. Okay, it's like that white boat, or is it like? Yeah, it's like a white. It's like I'm a white about boat. movie type shit. Yeah, yeah, it's like a white. <laughs> like a, no, but everybody like in, in like they, you know, they swim gear. Yeah, you feel me? So they, they, we going across the ocean. They stop with snorkel. I like that. We get back on dance. They got a diving board. You jumping off the side into the ocean. No life jacket. Just living life. Yeah, so slide attached to the boat. So them two my top for sure. Oh no, and I did a. I did a, 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 I went to LA for my 23rd birthday. For twenty, yeah, 23rd. 23rd birthday? Yeah. And uh, my girl got me like a, a weed tour. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. What you seen? Bruh. That is crazy. I seen grow houses. Uh, I seen the back of the dispensaries, like where they make the stuff, like they factory. Yeah. They walked us through the back. And then kind of like the weed tour bus was kind of like, uh, we on like a sprinter van, <clears throat> and the dude that's uh, that's hosting. Every time we get off and go to the dispensary and get back on, he'll give us all the joint. Yeah, roll up, smoke. We're going down complimentary type complimentary. shit. Complimentary, including the tour. Yes, sir. Yeah, we're going down Melrose, just chiefing, <laughs> chiefing. I remember one time I had two of them in my mouth. I was chiefing. <laughs> that was that was that was lit too. I ain't gonna lie. That was yeah, that was lit, bro. That's the coolest fuck, man. Shit, cool in the bitch, bro. Just like I said, just experiences. You feel yeah. like, I like that shit. New shit. Yeah. Yeah, bro. LA, LA and Vegas and uh in Mexico. In Mexico for sure. Yeah. All right, man. Now with barbering and like dealing with people all day and stuff, mm -hmm. what do you do to like unwind to like, you know, not get caught up into it? Hmm. I'm about to say. Man, I like to I like to just sit down, bro. Yeah. And just chill. I don't like to like I can just sit down in the dark and just really like just do nothing. Yeah. Just like just sit there and be on my own thought. I'm a big thinker too, bro. I like to play the game. Type shit, yeah. Two K. You feel me? I like to drink a little, you know, sip a little little something, hit my hookah. <laughs> chill. <laughs> Straight chill. So once you get once you get the hook and the shit set up at your man, that's how you know you're chilling too. Old. 
But you work hard too to chill like that. I work like hard. That. I work hard, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just, I'm just like silence too. Yeah. And like we silence know, is so underrated, bro. Cause bro, people would think like since I do music, I record it all the time that I'll be listening to music all day, doing this all day. I'd be like, I love it, bro. But sometimes you really need like that silence or like that break so you could just come back into it, bro. Like, yeah, you gotta like. Gotta have that have that balance too, bro. Cause too much of one thing, you get burnt out. Yeah, you get super burnt out. So I try to chill as much as possible. Like today, I was just straight chilling on my off day, bro. Yeah. Monday, we off chilling. And it don't change nothing about you loving it or like you not learning more about it, bro. It's just like you need that break sometimes. Mental break. Yeah. I'm pretty sure sometimes you sit in here and just be vibed out. Yeah. Just chilling. Just chilling. Just chilling, bro. I found my I found my books too, so I'm gonna start back finishing my books. Yeah. But other than that, bro, I hit the road, go back home. Yeah, I made a whole road trip back home. No music, just in my sure. thoughts, yeah. just silence. I'm real. I think I like my silence. Yeah. Guys like peace. We need our peace, bro. That's that's so underrated, bro. We need our peace, dog. Even if it's just like about five minutes, we just need that. Oh, we be straight for the day, type shit. Yeah, dog. But. I'm real big. I'm real chill. Yeah. I don't need too much excitement, bro. I don't need. I don't need too much, bro. I'll be at the house <laughs> nowadays. I'll be at the house, man. Definitely. I don't blame you though. But bro, let me go ahead and wrap this up, man. It's been a cool episode. I got one last question for you. You know how I usually started off by asking people, you like, you know, their first impressions. Now I'm gonna end it off with kind of like your legacy, man. Hmm. What do you want people to remember you by? Like, what you want people to, you know, say about you when it's all said and done? I want people to be like, man, y'all remember Tristan, right? Yeah, bro, he was cool as hell. Tristan, tall in the bitch. Tall in the motherfucker. <laughs> that, motherfucker that motherfucker about his money, man. Boy, was good people. He ain't he real. Uh-huh. He ain't cross nobody. He, he know he... He love everybody. He smile. He always smiling. Tristan. Stay smiling. Stay joking. But just uh, I don't, I don't know, bro. I feel like that's they whatever they whatever they look at me as that'll be them. But I want them to remember me as like that guy that like started over, did it from scratch. Yeah, real outgoing, life of the party. I could turn up real quick, sure, sure. pipe down, whatever you want to do. You feel me? In a way, you kind of adaptable to like what's around you type shit. Facts, very adaptable, bro. Yeah, for the most part. I feel like it was a, uh, it was kind of like I was uh, going through what was that like barber school? Yeah, and I was meeting all these different people, and they were just telling me how like I was easy to talk to. I was like real cool, real chill. Yeah, if they look at me with with locks and all this, and they'd be like, "Damn, bro, you look like you would be like an asshole or something." I'm like, "Man, what you talking about? <laughs> what you talking about? I'll be chilling, bro. Yeah, real. I don't do too much, but." <laughs> Yeah, just real chill, bro. Laid back about his money, man. Stand on business. Yeah. Love to travel. Yeah. Normal shit. For real. Just staying genuine and shit, man. On that note, bro, uh, tell everybody where to follow you, where to follow Fader Room and everything, what you got going on. Facts. Y'all can uh y'all got Instagram, of course. You can follow me at Tristan underscore the underscore barber on Instagram. And uh you can also follow the Fade Room at the Fay Room HTX on Instagram. And uh come through, swing through, pull up, get chopped up, not slopped up. 
Not slapped up at all. Trust yes, me, man. Sir. Tristan, my girl said I can never leave you. You hear me? So oh, yeah. you got business for me as long as <laughs> I ain't going nowhere. You ain't going nowhere, man. I ain't man. going nowhere. We been locked in. We're going to stay locked in. Shit, shit, man. Thank you for coming on, brother. For sure, bro. Thank you for having me. Yeah. On yes, that sir. note, it's been another episode of season two of the Go Tell Podcast. As always, it's your host with the jokes. CRG in a place to be. And man, I'm going to sign off by saying peace. Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.